today's daf is Ksubis daf Lamid Gimel, and we are 14 lines from the top of daf Lamid Gimel Omed Aleph, Rabbi Elazar Oimer. Today's daf is being learned. So, yesterday, we began a new sugya, which is, of course, discusses the laws of discusses the laws of but at the same time, it was a new sugya, and it began with a kash. The Gemara asked the stira between two very, very well-known Mishnayas. The Mishnah in the beginning of Perak Elu Nairis, and the Mishnah in the beginning of Perak Elohin Aloike. The Mishnah in the beginning of the third Perak of Ksubis, and the Mishnah in the beginning of the third Perak of Marcus. The Mishnah in the beginning of Elu Nairis says, Elu Nairoi Sheyesh Knas, and then the Mishnah mentions the Arayos that are Chayve Krisois. Habal Achoisei, Val Achoisei, Val Achoisei, Moi, Val Achoisei, Shtoi, Val Eishasachi, Val Eishasachi, Oviv, Val Hanido. And the Mishnah says that if someone's Ma'anis or Mafato, one of these women, there's going to be a Chayve Knas. The Mishnah in Mesechtis Makis is discussing Makis, Elu Heina Loikin, and the Mishnah mentions the same exact list. Says the Gemara, Kaimavan, everybody knows, that you can't do one Avera and get Malkus and have to pay Momin. If that's the case, we have a stira. We have a Mishnah that if someone's Vala, etc., there's a Chi of Momin. And we have a Mishnah that says if someone's Vala, etc., there's a Chi of Malkus. It can't be both. So how do we reconcile these two Mishnahs? And what we saw is two Shitois in the Amairam, Ula and Rabbi Yochanan, respectively, who made a kimtas in one of the two Mishnayis in order to be Miyashavit. Ula said that La'olam, whenever there's a face-off between Momin and Malkus, whenever a person does one Aver for which there's a Chi of Momin and there's a Chi of Malkus, Memoinam Mishalim, Milko Lo'ilaki. And if that's the case, we understand the Mishnah of Elu Nairish Yeshlem Knas, because it's true, if someone violates a Chayve Krisos, there's a chi of Malkus. It's true that if someone's ma'anas ma'fata, achoisa, etc., there's a chi of knas. The halacha is going to be elu nairish yeshlem knas because if there's a mechayev for both einshin, memayna meshalem, milkalaylok. What then does the Mishnah mean in Mesechtes Makis when it says Elohim aloykin? Ula made a super ekimta. It's talking about where there was no chi of mamin. Why not? She was a Begeres, she wasn't a Naira, she was a Shaita, she was a Mafuta, maybe she was a Yesoyma Mafuta, but the point is that the Mishnah that says that there's a Chi of Malkus is talking about where there was no Chi of Mammon, and it's for that reason there's going to be a Chi of Malkus. So as it relates to the face-off of Mammon and Malkus, Ula Shita is Mamayna Mashal and Milkalei as it relates to being Miyashiv, the steerer between the two Mishnayas, Ula made an Akimta in the Mishnah of Mesechtis Magdis. Rabbi Yechonon was the second Malach in the Sugya. Rabbi Yechonon said that whenever a person does one Aver, for which is a Chi of Mammon and there's a Chi of Malkis, Milko, Loki, Memoina, Loi Meshalm. And if that's the case, we understand the Mishnah in Mesechtis Magdis, Elohim Aloikin Abal Achoisai. Ay, isn't there also a Chi of Mammon? Yeah, but there's also a Chi of Malkis. And whenever there's a Chi of Malkis, Milko, Loki, Memoina, Loi Meshalm. Ay, the Mishnah that says, Elohim Nairois, Sheyesh Loim Knaz, where it's Mavur from the Mishnah that there's a Chi of Mammon, said Rabbi Yechonon, you have to make an Akimta that it's talking about where there was no Chiyav Malkus. What's the Ekimta? Very posh. This is not a super Ekimta. This is a simple Ekimta. It's talking about where there was no Hasra Lamalkus. 
Because that's Pasha, that the only time a person ever gets Malchus for violating a Loisase is if the Edim that saw him do the Loisase also warned him prior to doing the Loisase, you should know that if you do this, you're going to violate a principle in the Torah for which there are going to be 39 lashes as a punishment. If there's Asra, there's Malchus. If there's no Asra, there's no Malchus. Rabbi Yechen said it's Pasha. Where there's Asra and Malchus, Milkalaki, Mishalmi. I, the Mishnah, Elu, Nairish, Yeshlam, Knas, it's talking about where there was no Asra. So according to Rabbi Yechanan, when there's a face-off between Maman and Malkus, Milkolakim and Maman Mishami, as it relates to reconciling the stira between the two Mishnayas, Rabbi Yechanan made an Ikimta in the Mishnah of Elu Nairis, it's talking about where there was no Hasra. So really, this two Machloikasin, it's Shtayim Shein Achas, between Ula and Rabbi Yechanan. One is a more global Machloikas, and the other is a more local Machloikas. The global Machloikas is whenever a person does an Avera, for which is the key of Mamen or Malkus. Mamen or Malkus? Ula says Mamen, Rabbi Yechanan says Malkus. The more local Machloikas is how exactly do we make sense of these two Mishnayas that seem to contradict each other? Ula made an Akimta in the Mishnah in Malkus, and Rabbi Yechanan made an Akimta in the Mishnah of Mesechtis Ksubis. But there's two things that we just need to speak out before we start today's stuff. The first thing is, that's Pasha. This whole Shaila of Mamoina Mishali Milkalai Laki or Milkalaki Mamoinalai Mishali, it's only when there was Hasral Amalkis. It's Pasha. We shouldn't even have to speak it out, but it's worth speaking out. Meaning, if a person would do an Averif, which is a Chi of Mamon and there's a Chi of Malkis, and there'd be no Hasral Amalkis, we're not having a Machloikis Ulen Rabyoichanon. We don't have these Dafin then in Perak Elunairis. It'd be Pasha. There would be a, a Chi of Mamon. Because the Chi of Mamon there is. And the Chi of Malkus is only an effect in the event that there was Hasra. But to the extent that there was no Hasra, Kemuvan, Pshita, Ben Benoishal Pshita, that there would be no Malkus, and as a result, what you would have is Mamun. The whole Machloikis, Ula and Rabbi Yechanan, is when there was Hasra, the Malkus. So if you would tell me that you don't know of a situation where somebody did an Avera, where there was Mamun and there was Malkus, he paid Mamun and not Malkus, but there was no Hasrala Malkus. It wouldn't be newsworthy. Of course, there's no Machloikis Ulan Rabbi Yechanan in that situation. The whole Machloikis between Ulan and Rabbi Yechanan is simply in the event of where there was a Chiyav Mamun and there was not just an Isser Malkus, but there was Hasrala Malkus. So based on the Shulchan Aruch of Mamun, you owe money, and based on the Shulchan Aruch of Malkus, you're supposed to get Malkus. That's where there's a Machloikis Ula and Rabbi Yechanan. But to the extent there was no Hasrala Malkus, Pshita, Upshita, of course there would be a Chi of Mamun, and there wouldn't be a Chi of Malkus. Another thing that we should speak at is that the Gemara assumed right in the beginning of the Sukya for a Dover Pashat, that Kaimelon, everybody knows the Enoi Loiko Meshalim. That there's no chi of mamen and malchus. So the question is, if you do an avera that has mamen or malchus, what's the halacha? Machlokes ulin Rabbi Yechanan. But kaimalon, that was like pashit to the gemara. The einer loikum mashalim. It's interesting. The gemara never brought them a car. How it's so pashit the einer loikum mashalim. But Rashi did. The Rashi is the last Rashi on the flamed aleph on the days. And Rashi says, "Quote the nafkalon the kaman." The gemara is going to learn it later. Mi kederishasai from the words kederishasai, and from there we see mishum risha achasatam mechayvoi viatam mechayvoi mishum mishderishas. It says in the Torah kederishasai. It's actually in the parsha of Malchus, as the gemara. Observes on that flamed base on the base, but the point is, Kedai Rishasi seems to be saying that Bezin can punish a person for a singular act or administer a singular punishment. But if a person doesn't have air for which there's technically two Rishais, there's two punishments, Bezin wouldn't give two punishments, Bezin would only give one. Now, if this is the Makar to Enoi Loiko what emerges then is that the Makar of Enoi Loiko is not the same Makar 
to the halach of Kamle B'dirabamine that says that if a person doesn't have air for which is a chi of Misa and a chi of Mamen, the halach is that you'll be chai of Misa but you won't be chai of Mamen. That the Gemara already brought Bekitzer on Daflamid Amar Aleph is learned out from the parasha in Parashas Mishpatim. Two men were fighting. They accidentally, one of them, hit a pregnant woman. If the woman doesn't die and she miscarried, then the person that hit the woman and caused the woman to miscarry the child would have to pay the Dmei Vladis, would have to pay the value of the child. However, if he kills the woman, then he's going to be potter from any Chiyuvei moment. And that is the Makar to the Halach of Kam Lebed which means that we have two Makaris and Shas to this concept of Kam Lebed We have the Makar that a person whose Chayiv Misa is potter from Momen is learned out from the Imloyiya Asain. And then we have Kedai Rishasi, which teaches me Momen Umal. So two mekayris to what would seem to be the same halacha. Okay, b'seder. But in yeshiva, it's yodua b'shem Reb Chaim Brisker, and it's brought down in Reb Chaim in stencils that Reb Chaim said that the fact that this two mekayris for misa and mamen and malchus and mamen isn't just punked. We need a separate makar for Malchus and Mammon because maybe you would think that the only time you say Kam is when it's Misa and Mammon. Reb Chaim said the reason there's two makaris is because they're two completely different dinim. And really the lumdus and the mechanics of Kam as it relates to Misa and is different than the halach of Kidei Rishasi which teaches us Mishom that you're not like a Mishalm. In fact, Reb Chaim said that Kam is a in the Oymish HaKal, whereas Loiko Meshalim, there is no Din Komle B'derabimine in the sense that the Oymish HaKomer somehow patterns the Oymish HaKal. It works completely differently. Ayin, Reb Chaim, and Stenzels, Mesachtis Makis. But the bottom line is, is that we have this Machloikis between Ula and Rabbi Yoichanon as it relates to any time a person does an Aver. And he's Chayev Malkis and Momen. And again, to be clear, there was Hasrola Malkis. Otherwise... We're not having this conversation. And there's also a Chiyav Mammon. Ula says that Rabbi Yechanan says, no, Now, one of the things that the Gemara went through on Daflamid Beis, Amid Beis, which is going to walk right into a, a very straightforward Daflamid Gimel, and that is, the Gemara said, Rabbi Yechanan holds that whenever there's Mammon Umaltis, there are two parashies in the Torah that would seem to contradict that. The Gemara really asked from one, but what emerged is that there are two parishes in the Torah that contradict that. One is the parasha of Edom Zoyimimim, and the other is the parasha of Chayvo Bechaveru. If two Edom would walk into Bezdin, and they would say, Ruvein O Shemin, Masayim Zoz. And then they were found to be Edom Zoyimimim. The Allah is, it's a machloik, it's remaining the Chachamim, as we're going to see at the end of the Daf, but the sheet of the Chachamim is that the Edom Zoyimimim would be obligated to pay Masayim Zoz. They would have to pay Kasha Zoma, which is money, but they wouldn't get Malkus for violating the lab and the Torah of Leisana Bereach Echach. Now, it's worth mentioning that really there's a machloik in Shas whether you even get Malkus for a lab shame by Maisa. Leisana Bereach Echach is a lab shame by Maisa. But we're going to go with the assumption now that you get Malkus for a lab shame by Maisa. So theoretically, hypothetically, there could be Malkus Yet the sheet of the Chachamim is, it's a Mishnah Masech Desmachis, that you pay Mammon and you don't get Malkus. And if that's the case, then uh, you see clearly that when there's a question of Mammon or Malkus, Mamoina Mishalmi, Milkaloi Laki. Another parasha in the Torah where you see this is Chayvul Bechaveroi. If someone's Chayvul Bechaveroi, he's Chayv Tashlumei Mammon. 
Nezek Tsar Ripoy Shavis and Boishis. Now every time a person's Khavil Bakaveiroi, he also was over a loisa say in the Torah of La Yosef Pen Yosef. Yet he pays mom and he doesn't get Malchus. So there's really two parashiyas in the Torah, Adam Zaymerman and Chayvel Bechaveroi, where you see clearly where there's a face-off between mom and Malchus. We do what Ula said, but we don't do Rabbi Yechon. And the Gemara asked it as a kasha on Rabbi Yechon. Now, just to be clear, if the Gemara is asking from Adam Zaymerman and Chayvel Bechaveroi, these Gemaras are Oymdim Beruma Shalayvam, if the Gemara is asking from there on Rabbi Yochanan, that means the Gemara assumes that Chayvul Bechavera would pay Momin and Adam Zoyman would pay Momin even if there was Hasra Alamalkas. Because again, like we spoke out, Pshita ben Benoishal Pshita, if there was no Hasra Alamalkas, of course there would be a Chayv Momin. So really the whole question of asking on Rabbi Yochanan from these two parashiyas are predicated on the fact that even when there's Asrola Malkus, still the Allah is going to be Mamayna Mashal Mamukla Lucky, and that was the Gemara's Kasha. And really what the Gemara said was is that it's true, it's a Chiddush, it's an Osnam, it's an aberration, it shouldn't be that way. But at the same time, there's Xeris HaKasav in the parasha of Adam Zoymimin, that Mamayna Mashal Mamukla Lucky. And the Zigzayus HaKasav in the parasha of Chayvul B'chaveroi, that Mamayda Meshal in Milk Loi the Gemara spoke out what the Zigzayus HaKasav was, a rather obscure type of drasha, but the bottom line is, we had drashas for Edom Zoyvimen, we had drashas for Chayvul B'chaveroi, that is the terrors of the Gemara. Today's daf is going to pick up Really, on this note, and that is, Rabbi Yochanan that holds, that in Kala Teirah Kula, Kal Heichad Ika Mamadu Malkis, Milko Laki Mamadu Lai Mashalmi, Ay Eitim Zoymimin, Ay Chayvul B'chaveiro, Yizak Digimara, Rabbi Lazar Oymer, 14 lines from the top of Daf Lamed Gimel Laman Aleph, Rabbi Lazar said, Eitim Zoymimin, Mamadu Mashalmi, Milko Lai Laki, you want to know why Eitim Zoymimin pay Mamin and they don't get Malkis? I, according to Rabbi Yochanan, shouldn't they get Malkis? Mishum, the reason is, the Labanei Hasra Nenu. It's because Eitim Zoyimimin can't ever have Hasra. And because they can't ever have Hasra, so it's for that reason they pay Momin. Like we said, Pshita ben Benoishal Pshita. If there's no Hasra, of course it's going to be Momin. The whole Rabbi Yochanan is where, the hell is, where there was Hasra Lamalkas. Being that Adam Zoyimimin can never have Hasra, so it's for that reason it's not going to be the game. So that was Rabbi Lazar's terrace. Now the question is, why? Why can't there be Hasra for Adam Zoyimimin? Two Adam walk into Bethesden, and before they say Adas, there'll be people appointed by the Bezdin, Shluchei Bezdin, and they're going to say, Rebid, Ruvain, Shimon, I'm letting you know, you're about to say Edas, make sure you're telling the truth, because if not, you're going to be over a lav in the Torah, it's not just any lav, it's one of the Ten Commandments, and it's in the Aseris Adibris, very, very chamer de galav, and if that's the case, be very, very careful. Rabbi Lohz said, no, it's impossible. So Abai and Rava are both going to explain a little bit why the Gemara assumed that it's impossible, and it's just, that they could be hasra for the love of for the Malkus of Edom said, I'll prove it to you. What Rabbi Loz is saying is very, very reasonable. Why? Because Nisru you want to tell me this hasra, when are you going to give the hasra? Nisru you'll give the hasra earlier. Rashi says, either an hour before they say Edos, or maybe even a day before they say Edos. Amri, you know what they're going to say? Ishtalin, we forgot about the hasra. And if they're going to say, we forgot about the Asra, we won't be able to give them Malkus. The whole point of Asra is, we want to make sure that the person that's doing the Avera knows that he's doing an Avera. You can't give someone Malkus for doing an Avera. 
right? You can't give someone a Malchus if he's an Oymah Mutter. You can only give someone Malchus if you know for sure as an aide that what he's doing is wrong. So how do you know that? You warn him. And by warning him, you know. Now, if the Astra is going to be on Tuesday and the Edus is going to be on Wednesday, then Yuvaita won't be able to give him Malchus because the Edim will be able to say, Yishtalin, we forgot about it. So the Gemara says, Nisru, Bishas Maisa. Maybe let's warn the Bishas Maisa, right? Pretty simple. We could have thought of that. As the aide is about to say, Edus, right then and there, we're going to give him Malchus. But the Gemara says, it's not a good idea. You know what? Parashivalei Misadi. Because if you're going to do that, the person's not going to want to say Edus. Rashi. Afilu Emnes. Even if what they're saying is true, they're not going to say Edus. Because they're going to say like this. Aha. I'm coming. I'm saying Edus. Really? I have no vested interest here. You can't. Then you'd be in the game, but you'd be puzzle Edus. You're Pasha doing what you think is the right thing. Ah, you're me? What do I need this for? So it's going to discourage people from saying Edus. So that's not something that we advise. So it's for that reason the Gemara says that that's not going to be an Eitzah. And Nisru Bulabasayf, maybe. Warned them after they said, hey, this is my dahava hava. That's a day late and a dollar short. So when are you going to say, the hasra? You're going to do it yesterday. They're going to say, I forgot about it. You're going to do it, Bishas Maisa. No one's ever going to say, hey, this. And you're going to do it after the fact. So the Gemara says, So who said this Rav? So who asked Abaya? So Abaya told Rav, No, I have an eight. Maybe what we should do is, we should do the hasra, not yesterday. Not even before. We don't want to scare them. But we'll do the Hasra right after the Eidos. But we'll do a Toich Kedei Dibor. And because we'll do a Toich Kedei Dibor, so it will be right after the Eidos. And being that it's right after the Eidos, if they want to backtrack and they want to now take the Eidos away, it's something that they'll be able to do. Right? What was the point when the Gemara said that you can't do the Hasra afterwards because my Dahava Hava. The whole idea of the Hasra is to try to get the person to refrain from saying Eidos if that's something that's necessary. The problem is once you say Eidos, you can't take it back. Why? First of all, you can never take back something you say. So at that point, it's going to be too late. But Abai is suggesting, do a Toichidei Dibur. Toichidei Dibur, even Edom could be Choyzer from their Edos. And as a result, it's going to be a good Edom. Now, Toichidei asks Akasha, Toichidei says that, how long is the shear of Toichidei Dibur? We know it's a very short shear. Shalom Alecha, Rebbe, Shalom Alecha, Rebbe, Umayri. Right, it's a very, very short shear. It's several seconds. It's not very long. Dasra takes a little bit of time. So Toichidei says that Edom are going to say Edos. Then... The Shluche Bezin are going to give Hasra. By the time they finish the Hasra, it's already going to be La'acha Kedei Dibur. And once it's La'acha Kedei Dibur, how are they going to be able to backtrack their Edos? So Toysfus, based on the Gemara Masachis Makis, says that as it relates to the Sugis of Toysh Kedei Dibur, as long as the people involved, the subjects, are Asukim Ba'utsoy Inyin, even if a lot of time schleps out, but if one thing is happening from the other, which is happening from the other, we look at it all as being one big So as long as the Edom would say Edos, and then from the Edos there would be Asra, then from the Asra, they would be able to be Chayzer. But the bottom line is, Abaya told Rabbi, I don't agree with what you're saying. You tell me that there's no Asra by Edom Zoyim because practically it's not possible. It is possible. Do the Asra after the Edos and do a Toich Kedai Dibur. Maskal for Ravach Abrei Durav Iki. Ravach Abrei Durav Iki asked a different Kasha. I have another way to make this work. Do the Hasra before they say Eidos. Meaning, do it yesterday. And then, at the time that they're about to say Eidos, be Miramus to them. The Hasra of yesterday. What are you accomplishing? You're accomplishing that you're not giving the Hasra at the time of the Eidos. So you're not scaring them so terribly to the point that they're going to say, Malonu Ulitzara. 
But at the same time, they can't say we forgot the Asra because we reminded them of the Asra that happened. Right? What was the problem? If you do it yesterday, they're going to say they forgot. And if you do it, Bishas Maisa, they're going to be spooked out. They're never going to want to say, hey, this. Do the Asra yesterday. Remind the Bishas Maisa. You, they can't say they forgot because you just reminded them and you didn't spook them out because all you did B'Shas Maisa was miramlis them. You didn't actually initiate the Hasra B'Shem Malchus. Either way, Sabaya said, No, I think there's another reason why they can't be Hasra for Edom Zoyimimim. Not because of the practicality. That we seem to knock out. But anyway, it's not because he's talking about Edom Zoyimimim because if you're going to tell me that Edom Zoyimimim require Hasra, so you're telling me that if Edom Zoyimimim would not be warned, they wouldn't get killed. Now obviously Abayah case is talking about where two Adams said Adams that someone's Chayv Misa and then they were found to be Adams Oymimim so I see some like Hashazam and if you tell me that Adams Oymimim require Hasra so the only time they would get killed is if they were warned previously right just like Malchus requires Hasra Misa also requires Hasra but Abai said they can't be because Mi'ikamidi is it possible the Inu Bayu Katabalei Hasra they wanted to kill the person they were going to kill with no Hasra right the person never even did the Avera so they were going to kill this person play Hasra but Inu Bayu Hasra and they should require Hasra that seems to go against the spirit of the whole Vasisam Loi Kashazam and Lasis Lachim. Sabaya said, You want to know why Edom Zoyimimim don't have Hasra, Rebelazar? He didn't mean because practically there's no way to give them Hasra. That's what Rava said. Abaya said, I don't think that's the Pshat. I think the Pshat is because based on the Havana and the Lundus of Kashazamam, doesn't make sense that they should require Hasra. Because the whole Oynish of Kashazamam is due to the Edom what they wanted to do. And just like they were going to punish Pele Hasra, so too they should be punished Pele Hasra. But the Gemara says, "Maskev for Rav Sama, Breder Rav Yirmiyah, Rav Sama, the son of Rav Yirmiyah." Oh, me ato. If that's the case, Ben Gerusha, Ben Chalutza, Ben Gerusha, Ben Chalutza, the loy mikashazama comes Rabbi who get punished if they were found to be zoyimimim, but not from the pasuk of kashazamim liboy hasra. They should require us all. So what do we mean? Ben Gerusha, Ben Chalutza. So of course, we mean the first mission of Masachtes Makis. The Mishnah says that although ordinarily, if two Edom are found to be zoyimimim, the punishment they get is but there are exceptions to the rule. And the Mishnah Makis mentions two, and Amid Beis the Braisa mentions another two, but the two that are mentioned in the Mishnah, that Beis and Aleph, or the one that we need, is Me'idan Anubish Ploini, Shu Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza. And then they were found out to be Edom Zoyim, and Ein Oimrim Yasazeb Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza, Tachtov, Eloloi Karbam. The Allah is they get Malchus. And the Gemara brings the Makar how we know they get Malchus. It's not from the Pasuk of, of Kashazamam. That means it's possible to have an Eid Zoyimim who's going to be punished, but the punishment is not Kashazamam. It's Malchus. They wanted to make this person into a Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza. What's the punishment they're getting now? They're getting Malchus. Satan is Rav Samabrader of Yermio. According to you, Abaya, the reason Edom Zoyman don't have Asra is because Kashazomam says that you should be punished even without Azama, without Asra. So that would be good if you're being punished based on Kashazamam. But what if it was a Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza? What if the punishment is based on another pasuk? I in the beginning of Masechtas Marcus. So over there you're going to tell me, yeah, Asra? That doesn't sound right. L'chura, a distinction as it relates to the din of Asra. So the Gemara says, no, that's not a kasha, because on Makra, I can tell you, Mishpat Echod Yelochem. It says Mishpat Echod. That's a, an idea that underpins a lot of laws of Sanhedrin and Dayanim. And we learn from them, Mishpat Hashavalakulchem. There has to be one universal Allah. And being that Ruba the Ruba of cases of Kashazama would not require Asra based on. So to that reason, Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza would also not require Asra. But the bottom line is, is the Gemara said that according to Rabbi Yochanan that holds, Aye, what happened to Edom Zoyimimim? Edom Zoyimimim, Lachura, 
always pay mamoy, even if there was hasra, ostensibly. How does it stem with Rabbi Yochanan's klal of milka laki, mamoyin aloy meshalmi, and daflamid beiz amid beiz, the Gemara brought a drasha, and daflamid gimel amid alaf, the Gemara says, no, the whole cash is a mistake. There's no hasra when it comes to Edom Zoyman. And if there's no Asra when it comes to Edom Zoyman, it's Pasha. Why there's Mammon and not Malkus? Because Rabbi Yechanan agrees with there's no Asra, there's going to be Mammon. The question is whether it was Asra or Malkus, there Rabbi Yechanan knows there's going to be Malkus. Mechatesi, there's no Asra by Edom Zoyman. There's no Jerusha that says that anywhere. So, like, how do you know that? So the Gemara brings Machloikis Abayavi Rava. Rava first. Rava said it's because. Practically speaking, there's no way to implement the Hasra. Abaya said it's because the whole spirit of Kashazamam is we do to the Adam what they wanted to do to this innocent person. And being that the innocent person was going to be punished without Hasra, so too we're going to punish the Adam without Hasra as well. So we're going to move along now from Adam Zoyman, that I'm a Moina Mashalim Milkalai Laki, to Chaival Bechaveroi, who's also a Moina Mashalim Milkalai Laki. So again, the other Kash on Rabbi Yechonah was Chaival Bechaveroi, every Chaival Bechaveroi. Even where there was Hasra, Lamalkis, Mamayna Mashalim, Milkaloi Laki, how does that stem with Rabbi Yechanan's policy that whenever there's Mamayna Malkis, Milkaloi Mamayna Mashalim? So on Lamad Beza, on Beza, the Gemara Borda Drosha, on Lamad Gimel, on Medalif, the Gemara says, Rav Sheish Rader, Rav Idi Yomar, Sheish Rader, Rav Idi said, Chayvu Bachadir Nami, Mamayna Mashalim, Milkaloi Laki, Mihach. It's not from the following passage. It says, A parish in the Torah. Vichi Yinatsu, Anoshim, Venakfu Ishahara, Viyatsu, so the Gemara is going to talk a little bit about this Pasuk, so let's get it a little bit clearer. The Pasuk is talking about there were two people that were fighting. Reuben and Shimon are in a fight. They're in a brawl, literally. Punches are being thrown. And accidentally, Reuben hit a pregnant woman, says the Pasuk. And, and she miscarried the child. The question is, is Reuben chayiv now to pay the value of this child, the mev lodos, or is he not chayiv to pay the value of this child? So the Pasuk says it depends. If the pregnant woman died, then he's going to be potter from paying the mev lodos. If the pregnant woman did not die, the if nothing happened to the woman, then Rabbi Loza commented on this psukim. Not the mitzvahs. And not b'matzos. B'matzos she b'misa hakasem adam. The pasuk is talking about when Reuven and Shimon were fighting, and Reuven threw a punch. The punch that he threw was kedei lahamis. It had the ability to kill somebody. Not only was it kedei lahamis, it was done with the kavana, with the intent to kill. The said, "How do you know that? Because it says b'masan yeah. Because the pasuk says that in the event that this pregnant woman is going to die, v'nosate nefesh tachas nafesh, which pashit means, although we'll see in a minute, not everybody agrees, but pashit means that this person is going to be chayiv misa. So clearly, he threw a punch that was able to kill with the intent to kill. Because otherwise, even if he killed, he would be a ritzach b'shoigik. He wouldn't be chayiv misa. So obviously, this person is out for blood, literally. So the gemara says, hey, chidam misa. One second, let's stop now." Now, let's see if we can understand the Salacha. If it's talking about where there was no Hasra, my Mikdal, why would he be killed? Ela Pshita, right? Not just Ela. Ela Pshita, the Asrube. Obviously, there was Hasra. Meaning, Ruvain must have been warned, be careful with what you do. You look a little excited now. And if you're going to do the wrong thing, then you might be Chai Misa. So clearly, there was Asra Lomisa. Otherwise, there would be Menona Sata Nefesh Nachas Nefesh. The Gemara is making an assumption now that if someone was warned, don't do this because if you do this, you're going to be Chayiv Misa. But in reality, if you do this, you're Chayiv Malkus, then it's considered Asra. Why? 
if someone's Musra Ladava Khamar, you would think it should be a Musra Ladava Kaf. What did the Pasik say? That in the event that the pregnant woman doesn't die, he's gonna be Chayev Mamin. He's gonna be Chayev Mamin. Why is he why is he Chayev Mamin? If there was Hasra Lamalkis, now there was no Hasra Lamalkis, but there was Hasra Lamisna and Musra Dava Khamar have a Musra Dava Kaf. So if there was Hasra Lamalkis, then he should be Chai of Malchus. And Afal Peking, what does it say in the Torah? Onoish, yeonish. That is a, a Chiyav Mamen. Also, it's Mefurish. It's Mefurish. That as relates to Chayvah B'chaveiroi, that over here the Allah is going to be Mamoina, Meshalem, Milkaloi, Loki, even where there was Hasra. So this is the Makar. This say, you know, Chayvah B'chaveiroi is different. Maskal of Ravashi. Ravashi, yes, the Kashi. I don't understand this whole, right, why? Because it's predicated on an assumption. Really, two assumptions. The first assumption is, is that Musul Adavar Chamer is Musul Adavar Kal. Because we have no evidence over here that there was ever Asrala Malkus. All we have evidence of is that there was Asrala Misa. We're assuming if there was Asrala Misa, there was also Asrala Malkus. Musul Adavar Chamer having Musul Adavar Kal. But the Gemara says, how do you know that? Maybe Musul Adavar Chamer is not Musul Adavar Kal. So there was no Asrala Malkus. And that's why there's a Chiv Mamun. But I'll tell you that in the event that there was Asrala Malkus, maybe there'd be Malkus, and you wouldn't say Onosh, Yeyonosh, and Imtim Tzloi Mahavi, and the Gemara goes right, and even if you're going to tell me, said Ravashi, that Musmul Adavar Chamer, Havi Musmul Adavar Chal, Mimayda Misa Chamura, how do you know Misa's more Chamer, and we're about to learn one of the most famous lines in Shah, still Malkus Chamer, maybe Malkus is more Chamer than Misa, the Amar Rav, Rav said, El Moli, Nogdulich Hanani Mishal Vazari, we're not for the fact that Hanani Mishal Vazari, we're not given Malkus, Meaning, had they been given Malkus, they would have bowed down to the Tzelem of Nebuchadnezzar. So, what is the context of Rav's statement? So, we know that when the Yidin were in Bavel, Nebuchadnezzar, he considered himself not just a, a Balmazel, and not just a very, very powerful king, but he considered himself a Getchka. He considered himself an idol. He considered himself a deity. And he had erected this huge Tzelem, and he required every single person to bow down. And Laida Laida, everybody did bow down, with the exception of a few Yidin, three of whom were Hananiah, Mishael, Vazariah. They didn't bow down to the Tzelem. Hanetzah was very not happy with them, and he instructed that they be thrown into a Kivshon Eish, and there was an incredible miracle that happened, that they were saved from the Kivshon Eish, until today we say, and the tremendous miracle and Kiddush Hashem that happened, that Hanani Mishal Vazari were thrown into a Kivshon Eish, and they were able to come out alive. Now, it was a tremendous mysterious nefesh of Hanani Mishal Vazari, that they were willing to give up their lives. But Rav said something very, very cryptic. He said, Had Hanani Mishal Vazaya been given a slightly different ultimatum, not bow down to the Getchka or we'll kill you, but bow down to the Getchka or we'll torture you, they would have bowed down to the Getchka. That's what Rav said. So what do you see from here, said Ravashi? You see from here that Malchus is more Chamer than Misa. That it's easier for a person to just give up his life so that his life will be over in a second rather than have to endure physical torture. So Sokhti Ravashi, we'll get back to this in a minute, but Sokhti Ravashi, two kashas. Number one, you're assuming that Musul Adav Chamer have Musul Adav Akal. I mean that it's Muchach in that parish and parish Mishpatim that there was Hasrala Misa, so for sure there was Hasrala Malchus as well. Mechatesa, who said? Maybe Musul Adav Chamer is not Musul Adav 
It's an assumption. I don't know if it's true. And besides, you're also assuming that Misa's Mohammed and Malkus, who said Misa's Mohammed and Malkus, so the Gemara says, Omale Rav Samabred Ravasu Ravash. So Ravashi asked this question. Ravashi was the head of the academy, right? He's the Rosh Shiva. He's the Masadra of the, of the Talmud Bavli. And he threw out this question. So there was an Amir. His name was Rav Samabred Ravasi. If Amrigal Sam say it was Rav Samabred Ravashi. Either way, so someone called out and someone told Ravashi, Don't you see a distinction between You can't compare the torture that the Malchus of Nebuchadnezzar was going to impose on Hanani Mishal Vazariah to what a Shlich Bezdin does. A Shlich Bezdin, it's Akash Yesh Also, it's done with Rachmanes. It's done based on how much the person is able to endure. Sometimes the person didn't even get the full 39 Malchus. As opposed to the Malchus, Yisuriah Malchus Akash Yesh Rashi says. That's going to be all out. They're going to do whatever they want. It's going to be terrible old school torture. So you can't compare the two things. Meaning, Enochinami, I agree. And you see from there that to an extent, Malchus could be more Chama than but not the Malchus of Bezdin. The Malchus of Bezdin's already, be, already different. Maskal of Rabbi Yaakim in our pocket, Rabbi Yaakim in our pocket, he asked another Kasha. I mean, he had another problem with this whole Makar. Ha, he said the Rabbana, the whole Makar that we're saying now. Even according to Rabbi Yoichanon, based on a Pasik. What's the Pasik? Because you see them saying Anishi, Anishi. Clearly there was Hasra Lamisa. And Musul Dabar Chamar, Musul Dabar Kaal, but the Gemara says, but that all works according to Rabbana, the Amri you hold, Nefesh Mamish. Then when it says in the Pasik that if the pregnant woman dies, Venosata Nefesh Tachas Nefesh, it's Nefesh Mamish. That is the sheet of the Rabbanon. Oh, the Rebbe, there is a sheet that's Rebbe Mesech the Sanhedrin, the Omar who holds Mamon, that it's not a Chiv Misa, it's a Chiv Mamon. My Yikulam Eimar, so then the whole Mukar basically crumbles down. Rebbe holds that the only time a person's Chayv Misa for killing somebody is if you had a mind to kill this person and you killed that person. But if you're Nesechavin to kill this person and you end up killing that person, in that case, there's not going to be a Chiv Misa. So if that's the case, when it says Nefesh Tachas Nefesh, what does it mean? It means money. If it means money, then this whole Shtikotayro falls by the wayside. But the bottom line is, is the Gemara thought it had a really solid Makar, and ultimately there's this holes in the Makar. It's assuming Musul Davacham have a Musul Davakal, it's also assuming that Misa's Mohammed and Malkus, and also only works according to Rabbana, doesn't work according to Rabbi Elamir, Rabbi Yaakov in the Harpokin, the Shmei the Rav. So Rabbi Yaakov in the Harpokin said in the name of Rav and Mehacha, a similar Makar with what we'll see an ensuing similar Shaklavatari. It says in the Pasuk, Im Yakum, Vizhalech Bachotz, Al Mishantoi, Veniko Hamaka Rav Shifto Yitain Verapi Rapi. So the Pasuk over there is talking about again where somebody hits somebody. This person had better aim, right? He hit the person that he wanted to hit. He knocked this person out as I get. And they were sitting, literally, waiting to see if he has a pulse. Thankfully for him, he got up. And the Pasik says that because he got up, the Salik Bechutz al-Mishanta, if he's able to walk, on the Eigen Etzvayfis, then Venika Hamarka, then the person's going to be off the hook, he won't be killed, Rack. Shift yit and But a chiyav mammon he's going to have. Meaning, what the pasuk saying is that if Reuven hits Shimon with the intent to kill and he kills him, then he's mechayv misa is not going to be a chiyav mammon. If, however, the person gets up, then rak shifta yit and verapi yirapa sheves ripoi. But more than he'll have to have a chiyav mammon. So the gemara discusses this pasuk a little bit. Number one, right? Sounds like the pasuk is coming to tell me a chiddush. You should know if the person gets up and he walks home, he's doing fine. Then we're not going to kill him. 
you need a pasuk to tell me that Ella. No, really, the point of the pasuk is this: that if Reuven would hit Shimon and Shimon's now in a hospital bed somewhere, we would lack Reuven up. Meaning, we'd wait to see how it plays out with Shimon. If miss, if Shimon ends up dying, then he's going to get killed. If this and if he doesn't die, shift the eat All he's going to have to pay is Shevis and Ripoy. All he's going to have to pay is mom. Okay, fine. So we clarified a little bit better what the pasuk means. But the Gemara says this: Hey, chidami. What exactly is was the scenario and the circumstances surrounding this case? It's talking about where this Ruven who had Shimon, who knocked him out, and now had to be in some holding pattern to see what happens to Shimon. If it's talking about where there was no Hasra, the Misa, my Mikdal, that even if Shimon does die, he wouldn't get Misa. Why? Because you don't get Misa. Unless there was Asra, Ella Pshita again, it's Pshita the Astrobe. There must have been Asra. Um Musuladavakhamer Musuladavakan. The Gemara assumes that if you had Asrala Misa, Bechlama Sayamana is Asrala Makas. Amrachmana, what does the Pasik say? That if the person doesn't die, Shifta Yitain, Virapa Yirapa, there's gonna be a Khiv Mamin. Why is there a Khiv Mamin? The Teretz is, Chayv Lechaver is different. They see when it comes to Chayv Lechaver, Now this drasha is similar to the previous drasha. Why? They're both in Parashas Mishpatim, but that's not the point. The point is that similar because it, it assumes the same assumptions that we assumed in the previous Limut. It assumes Musla Davar Chalma Abi Musla Davar Kal, because you have no evidence there was Asrala Malkus, you only have evidence there was Asrala Misa. It also assumes that Misa is Mohammed and Malkus. So we're going to have the same Shaka Vitai Maska, Flaravashi, Shabbat Zarvashi, as the Kashi, Maida Musla Davar Chalma, Abi Musla Davar Kal, Demolayavi. Maybe Asrala Misa doesn't count as Asrala Malkus. Tim Tim Slimahav, and if you're going to tell, even if you're going to tell me the Musla Davar Chalma as Musla Davar Kal, Maida Misa Hamur, the Malkus Hamur, how do you know that Misa is Mohammed and Malkus? Maybe Malkus is Mohammed. Oh, my Rav Rav said, Mole, no, Gdu, Lechanani, Michelle. Were not to the fact that Hanani Mishal Vazari received Malkus, Polchulit Salmo, they would have bowed down to the Tselem. Now they were ready to give up their life, but they would not have been prepared to endure the physical torture. So you see, physical torture is more hammer than, than Misa. So, What's the Makuraya? I'm going to say Rav Sama, 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 meaning, even if you're going to tell me that Hanani Mishal Vazariah would not have been able to endure the torture, but that's that, that torture of the Malchus. That's not the torture of Bezdin. So, Zokhtar Gemara, but Maskal of Ramari, Ramari had a different cash. He said, Me might have amazed Venika Miktala, Doma Bishoigig, Venika Migalas. We assume, because that's the real pshat, but we assume when you learn Chumash Rashi and Parshish Mishpatim and Yamava Sedra, that when it says that what's happening is Ruvain hit Shimon B'mezid. And we're trying to figure out if Ruvain's Chayv Misa or not. So we're going to wait to see what happens to Shimon. If Shimon dies, Ruvain will be Chayv Misa and there won't be a Chayv Mamen. If Shimon doesn't die, then there will be a Chayv Mamen. Said the Gemara, Maska for Amari. Who said that's what the Pasuk's talking about? Maybe the Pasuk's talking about where Reuven really killed Shimon B'Shoigig. And when we're waiting here, when the judgment is pending, it's not to see if he's Chayv Misa, see if he's Chayv Golos. But here's the point. The point is, there was never a Chayv Misa. If there was never a Chayv Misa, then we have no Hechrich that there was ever Hasra. And if there's no Hechrich there was Hasra, then maybe that's why there's a Chiv Mamen. And you have no Raya that if there's Asra Lamalkis, then the Halacha would be Mamayna Mashal Mokalai And if that's the case, there's no Raya from here that even according to Rabbi Yochanan, that every 
everybody is going to agree that when it comes to Chayvah B'chaveroi, this is going to be Mamun Amalkis. What then is the Makar? So how could you bring a Makar, in other words? From here, L'chura, maybe it was a Shaykh, and the Gemara says Kasha. Meaning, you can answer the Kasha. To say it was a but I hear, I definitely hear, it's definitely a good ha'ara. So the bottom line is, is what we have is really the conclusion of this part of the sugya. Anyways, between Ula and Rabbi Yochanan Machlekes, if a person doesn't have error, that is Mamun Malkus. That lochis, you're not loike mashalik. Now, if there was no asrala malchus, you're going to get mamun. It's easy. But if there was asrala malchus, you're not going to get both. Which one do you get? Ula says mamun. Rabbi Yochanan says malchus. Even though Rabbi Yechonon says Malkus is two parashis in the Torah, even Rabbi Yechonon agrees that it's going to be Mamayna Mashal and Milka Leglaki. What are the two parashis? It's Edom Zayimimin and Chavel B'chaver. What's the Kasha? Why did Rabbi Yechonon learn from Edom Zayimimin to Chavel B'chaver? So the Gemara asked the Kasha already on Dafalam, based on the base, in the beginning of the Sugyo. And the Gemara said, Beferish Rips that for whatever reason Rabbi Yechonon didn't learn it from there. It's a Kasha. But Rabbi Yechonon didn't learn it from there. Again, the Gemara addressed it. We have to go through the Sugyo a little bit better to answer it a little bit better. But the bottom line is that what emerges is that there's Machlaik Rabbi Yechonon and Anula. Everybody agrees. Even Rabbi Yechonon does that when it comes to Edom Zoyimimim and when it comes to Chayva Bechaveiroi, that Talach is going to be in Mamayna Mashal in Milkaloi Laki. Now, as it relates to the Gemara, Ilmoli no Gedua Lechanani Mishal Vazaria, Pochel Itzalma. So, Toysvis, here in Psubis Lamed Gimel Amadez, and really in different places in Shaz, Toysvis asks the obvious question, and that is, how could we say that? Forget about why would we say that, but how could we say that? How could you say that Hanani Mishal Azariah would have bowed down to the Tzalim of Nebuchadnezzar because they couldn't be soivel the torture? L'chura, the Tzalim of Nebuchadnezzar was Avoy Zara. Everybody knows that for the Gimel Averis Chamuris, Avoy Zara Gila Raish Vichas Damim, the Allah is Yehara Gaval Yavar. So if it's Yehara Gaval Yavar, how could the Gemara say, Umali Nogdul, Hanani Mishal Azariah, Polchul Tzalim? And Toysfus speaks out, and Toysfus says, Don't tell me that maybe it's true that Avoida Zara is Yavar. And maybe it's true that when it comes to Avoida Zara, a person would have to give up his life, but maybe he doesn't have to endure torture. In other words, Toysfus says, Who said my cash is a good cash? We know that a person has to give up his life for Avoida Zara. But who said you have to endure torture for Avoida Zara? The Gemara has it sad. Which is the maskana, it seems, that Malchus of the Malchus is actually more chamer than Misa. So maybe a person actually doesn't have to endure Malchus, right? Again, Tais comes with a blitz. Fake Tais says, How could the Gemara say, Yomali Nogdul, Chanani Mishal Bazayir, Pochel, it's Alma, it's Yahar Gavayava. So Tais says, One second, I can't just ask that Kasha. I mean, it sounds like a good Kasha, but really it's not, because who said you have to endure Malchus? But Tais says it's a Gemara. It's a Gemara of Sechtis Brachis Daf Samachalaf on the base. One of the most famous Gemaras in Shas. The Gemara discusses Rabbi Akiva and the final moments of Rabbi Akiva's life, which is Dover Beitai from Matsai Tishabov. But the Gemara is discussing the final moments of Rabbi Akiva's life. And the Gemara talks about how they were torching Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva Larigo. Told him, why, why are you enduring all this? told Incidentally, I heard recently from Mordechai Kamenetsky. He told me that you see from here what a Rebbe Rabbi Akiva was. Right, we hear so much about the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Kavit, Rabbi Akiva is the ultimate Rabbi. The cool and alibid Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva's Talmudim are the entirety of Teresh Shabbat Peh. 
the last moments of Rabbi Akiva. What was Rabbi Akiva doing? He was teaching. He was teaching this Talmidim. The Talmidim asked him a question and his mom is, she's being tortured. He's giving share. He's teaching his Talmidim. He says, what do you mean? I waited my whole life with patience. And he's explaining. He didn't say, don't worry about it. It's above your pay grade. Let me now have the proper kavanas. He was sitting with his Talmidim. This is what Rabbi Akiva was doing in his final moments. But the bottom line is, so what did he say? He said, I've been waiting my whole life to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. This is what I've always been waiting for. What do you see from here? That the torture, that was all you see from the Maisat Rabbi Akiva that enduring the torture was Nichlal in the din of Yahar So if that's the case, how could the Gemara say? They would have been Mechuyiv Meker Adin. Not just to jump into the fire, but to give up their life also. And Taisvah says, you saw that he says in many places in Shas, and that is that Tmuchach, that the Tselem of Nebuchadnezzar was not Avodazar. But rather, what it was, was an Andarti Shalmelech. It was something that Nebuchadnezzar had erected and he wanted people to bow down for COVID. Right? When we think of someone bowing down to anything other than the Ebeshter, we immediately equate that with Avodazar. But it's a mistake. There was a concept of Right? You find different sukkim in the Torah where people are bowing down. And just because it's a shtachavah, Yaakov bowed down to Esau. So there is this concept of being allowed to bow down. Even with Mordechai and Haman, we have rabbis on this, whether it was so posh, the way the rabbi to today's daf, whether it was so posh that Yaakov wasn't allowed to bow down, that Mordechai wasn't allowed to bow down to Haman. But the bottom line is, is that this was something that was done for COVID. It wasn't Avayi Dezara. And because it wasn't Avayi Dezara, so it's for that reason it wasn't a problem. Again, we'll have some related great bites on this shmuz. But just one other ha'ara, and that is the, the Rebbe, Rabbi Simcha Binim from Pshischa, he asked a different question. He asked, that what was Rav trying to teach us? Meaning, Stam, we're being Moitzi Laz and Chanani Mishol Vazariah. Good. Tysus explained how halachically it would have been okay for Hanani Mijal Azariah to make the decision and to decide that they're not going to endure this terrible tzara and instead they're going to bow down to the Tzalem. But Parchach wasn't avoid the tzara, So why they jump into the Kivshan Eish? That's also something that needs to be understood. But the bottom line is, but what's the point? What was Rav trying to teach us? What was the limit of Rav? So the Rebbe Rabbinim said, that you know what Rav was coming to teach us? Rav was coming to teach us that it's true, Hanani Mishal Vazari could not have been Oymid bin Asayan. They could not have endured the torture. But it's for that reason that they weren't tortured. And you know why? Because the Abishta does not put a person in a matzav of an Asayan that he's not able to overcome. And that's exactly what Rav was coming to teach us. Rav said that Hanani Mishal Vazariah were given this unbelievable Nisayan. The Nisayan was jump into a Kivshan or bow down to the Tzalem. And they had this incredible Gvura. The Gvura was they jumped into the Kivshan But you should know that the reason the Abishta gave Hanani Mishal Vazariah this Nisayan is because the Abishta knew that they had the Gvura. And because he understood deep down that they had the Gvuras, he understood that they were capable of jumping into the Kivshan That's why he gave it to them. But you know what they weren't capable of doing? They weren't capable of enduring 
Yisurim. That's something they couldn't have done. That kosher in the of the Malchus, that's not something they would have been able to do. So what's the punchline? Oh, you're not as great as everyone thinks you are. No, that's not what Rab was trying to teach us. What Rab was trying to teach us was is that that's good for why that wasn't in Nisayim. And the Limud was a tremendous Nechama. It's a tremendous Chizik that the Ebesha does not give a person an Nisayim that he's not able to overcome. And even Hanani Mishal Vazai, with their greatness, there was a Madriga up until where they were able to be Oymid bin Asayan, and then there's a point where they can't be Oymid bin Asayan anymore. And Bidiktuk, Hashem gave them the Nasayan that he understood they were able to overcome, and not the Nasayan that he understood they were not able to overcome. And that's what Rav was teaching us. Rav gave every single person that's, goes, that's going through a tzara a tremendous nechama, a tremendous chizik. The chizik is that Hanani Mishal V'Azariah with all their greatness, but there was an assignment that they could not have been oimed on. And that's why the Ebesheh didn't give them that nesayin. Because the Ebesheh gives people tests and people have nesayinus, but never ever will a person be faced with an assignment that he's not able to overcome. And that was the Divrei Chizik and the Divrei Nechama of Rav's statement,